Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, I have Leslie Murphy from The Bachelor on the show. I am here. Hi, everybody. She's here. Before we get into Bachelor stuff, which should be more important, but I'm more focused on the last three months of your life. What have you been doing for the last three months? What have I been doing for the past three months? (laughs) Talking about boobs. Boobies, boobies, boobies. (laughs) All about the boobs. Yep. Lack thereof. Now they're bigger again. I mean, it's just in everything in between. They look amazing. So you you. got a double mastectomy. I did on April 11th, um, almost three months ago. And two weeks ago to this day, I got implants. I can't wait to talk about implants. (laughs) But let's... so. So I started, it got picked up all over news and everywhere that you were getting this surgery. Why did you decide to do it? I know you posted a video explaining that it's genetic and all that. Right. And it is genetic. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer three years ago. Mm -hmm. And that led um, my two sisters and I to get genetically tested. And I just found the time to do it in February of this year and was positive for it. And the only other alternative um, from a double mastectomy is to go in and do multiple doctor's appointments a year. That does Mm -hmm. not work with my schedule. And I just wanted to get it out of my system. I didn't want to worry about it. I wanted to live life and just get that stuff out. So what is the... Genetically, what is the, is there a mutation? Mm-hmm. Is that, what is it? Yeah, it's BRCA, which just stands for breast cancer. Oh, um, yeah. So I know. I'm learning so much. I As know. I'm Googling this, I was <laughs> learning so much. Well, and I had no, I didn't know anything about BRCA1, BRCA2, much about breast cancer until my mom was diagnosed. And then I started, you know, getting tested for these genes and started mm-hmm. learning more about it too. Yeah. And so it's no, unless you, you're directly affected by it, you probably won't know much about it, but I'm here to educate. Can we, I wish we had <laughs> callers to explain the BRCA, the muta- BRCA I had mutation. No, when I was Googling this, I got to admit, I was a little bit naive. You know, if it, you think if it doesn't affect you, then, then you don't think about it. But, yep. um, so, so your mom is she? She's BRCA positive as well. Okay, um, I'm BRCA two positive as well. My older sister is BRCA two positive. My younger sister somehow got she the got negative. Out of it? Yeah, she's oh. negative for the gene. But you know, what? <laughs> if I've learned anything, that doesn't really mean much because there are only really two BRCA genes that we can test for right now. Mm-hmm. There are so many other genes that we haven't even discovered, and you can right. be positive for those. Wow. So. It doesn't mean she will never get breast cancer in her life. So the doctor said to definitely keep up with the checkups. And how's your mom doing? She's great. She's good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer free. All good. Yeah. Awesome. So so is this something, this is me being naive and asking you questions. Is this something I could find any other way but testing? Like, you know, I know there's the The boob checkup. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's crazy because a lot of people were naive about this. Mm -hmm. And once they started researching my story and everything, they would do self-checks. Yeah. So many, not so many, but a lot of stories came in that they felt a lump and went to get tested, went to get a biopsy. Wow. Whether it was malignant or not. um, I've, I've gotten so many stories where people found lumps. And so 
self-checks. Um, you can get in touch with your gynecologist who can then set you up with a genetics counselor. Wow. And it's the fastest thing ever. It is a blood test that takes a second. So that's that's what, how you found out, mm -hmm. a blood test. Yeah, and then I got a call a week and a half later. I was in the car driving from Arkansas to Dallas, and she said, you're positive for this gene. And I was just, I just kind of went numb, and I was like, well, I, I, but but the funny thing was, I was driving to my gynecologist's appointment, <laughs> so it was like, so you're like, okay, I had somebody to sit down with, like in yeah. an hour to talk and about talk things. all, and so, she got the ball rolling for me. And your options, as you said, were were the surgery or just seeing doctors all the time. Yeah, getting mammograms, ultrasounds, MRIs to see if you have anything in there, and that just sounds awful. To oh me. no, and so then. You choose the surgery. What's going on in your mind, like as far as preparation? Were you freaked out about the next couple months ahead? Honestly, I w it was kind of great because this happened mid to late February, and the entire March um, for me was booked with planned travel. And so okay. I just kind of forgot about it, to be honest, and just that's nice. Continued on with life, and then the first of April, I got back, and I had about ten days. To, for it to settle in and that's when it, it started getting into my head and I was like these things that have been with me for 29 boobies. years that, yeah boobies are about to go but, and but you know what a plastic surgeon can rebuild anything. did you is that a thing okay we're gonna talk about implants yeah. because I love implants but you know you get the surgery you also decide to kind of document everything on social media which I thought was really really cool did you always want to do that I knew the minute that I was gonna do the surgery I was gonna put it out there because I wasn't gonna be able to travel anyway, and um, and I started researching, you know, what was I about to go through, and I could only really find information on these corporate sites, nothing like very personable, personable, authentic, and so I was just like, well, I guess I'm gonna just here's a here's a picture of my boob, and here's a drain <laughs> coming out of my boob. This is what it looks like. This is what's happening to me right now. And I, my dad's a surgeon, so I've grown up, you know, looking at surgery pictures they don't make me queasy mm -mm. but I have to admit some of your photos could make <laughs> the average eye a little queasy I, I gotta tell you I it was like going into my very own episodes of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> yes. seriously that is so kind true. of a dream come true but it, kind of you're watching and you're like uh, yeah. I'm not gonna get sick but like yeah. but yeah the the photos of they're gory and a little graphic yeah and, and the the pumps coming out of yeah, them yeah the, how the drains I I had no idea what that was going to feel like or look like. And I know so many people, you're never going through anything alone. Mm -hmm. So I knew so many people were doing this too or about to go through the same thing. So I was like, okay, I got to put this out there. This is what it looks like. It's like a snake coming out of your body. And yeah. The pump was big is. too. It mm -hmm. The tube was Yeah, it just kind of or... snaked through my boob to get, wow. and you can still see the holes. Oh, I can. Yeah. I wish you people, it, they're, they're just little pink holes mm -hmm. yeah right yeah, on the side the right under the armpit yep. wow um yep. let's talk about maybe the first time you looked in the mirror and saw mm. you know no boobs what was that like for you I caught a glimpse on a FaceTime call the day after surgery and I, I'm gonna show you after this podcast yeah. so I you wanted, can see and I yeah. wish I it's it's too graphic to put out there okay. I mean I saved a lot of of just too far gone right. photos and this is one of them and it really looks like I was in a bear fight and lost it, it was bad I've, I've seen bad. photos online and I did google a little bit when I was kind of studying up for this but I just can't imagine you know boobs are so important to me and mm -hmm. they're such a feminine thing for me mm -hmm. and so I can't imagine looking in a mirror 
and seeing not only not only are you seeing a completely flat chest but it is it looks like the worst case of, I don't know, domestic abuse you've ever seen. It's, it's bad. Mang- mangled, yes. kind of, yes. which is interesting Bruised to and me. and beaten. What was the pain like? What was the most painful kind of, I know this was a long process. Where was the most pain? The first week was pretty horrendous. I mean, it was like an 11 out of 10 on the pain scale. Oh, God. And um, I remember lying there in the hospital, and the doctors want you to move. They want you to get up and get moving yeah. to show that you can go home. Yeah. And um, they were like, okay, it's time to take your catheter out. um, And you're going to actually try and use the bathroom by yourself for the first time. And that was the first time I moved and got out of bed. And it was awful. Did you you get dizzy? I got dizzy. Yeah, I had dizzy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I got my surgery. I've never felt pain like that. And and this was my first surgery. What? Ever. Um, Oh, my word. Gotta go big or go home. (laughs) I went big. (laughs) So so then there's some words on your your Instagram. As I said, I'm naive. So you talk about expanders. What exactly is is that? It is, um, it's just like a pocket they'll, they put inside of you. So, so during the surgery, the breast surgeon comes in first and she takes out all your breast tissue. Wow. And so then you're left with nothing. And right after she leaves the room, the plastic surgeon will come in mm-hmm. and he will either put an implant in, which some people, some people go that route. Okay. Um, but as far as a better cosmetic outlook, um, mm-hmm. and for patient, patients who want to go a little bigger, they then use an expander and it's it's just this pocket they'll put in your your chest cavity and you can gradually you gradually expand because every week we went in and um, put saline fills in every Tuesday and so I literally would look down as my nurse would put a needle through my boob into the expander and she would find it with a magnet and it, I would just watch as my breasts gradually grew bigger and bigger and bigger until I was comfortable with that size. So that was how you got comfortable with, with the sizing. That was what the expander was. And that's the beauty of expanders because you can decide as you go rather than if you go the direct to implant route, you're kind of stuck with and that size. And then you're freaked out or they're too big or they're too small. Yes. So you did the expander route. Mm-hmm. Now you've got gorgeous, gorgeous boobies. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really like them. I they're my, perfect. My plastic surgeon did such a great job. He can. He's a body magician. Is yeah. what I call him. He can yeah. rebuild anything. I, so I'm gonna. I have breast implants, um, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. No. Let's talk about L- breast implants. Yes. I think we should throw it out there. Yeah. By the way, I ha- I never would have known. They look so natural. Yeah. It's. It was. It was a really hard decision for me I was really overweight growing up and I lost a bunch of weight I already had bigger breasts but they were really kind of saggy mm-hmm. for my age so I put something above to like kind of fill you did them. a lift a lift okay I did a lift um with an implant just to kind of give it some oomph, oomph some yeah oomphy. there's nothing wrong um, with that but yeah I I love it it's the best thing ever um I can go braless all the time. It's amazing. Although here's the funny part. I don't know. This is what I wanted to ask you. I got this like nursing bra mm-hmm. that was so unsexy. Oh. But I wore it to bed because at first it was. And now I still wear it to bed uh, every night. Thank you. Years I'm, later. I'm so glad you said that <laughs> because I before surgery, I, I slept without anything. on. Yeah, me too. I just yeah. free in bed. It felt great. And now I can't sleep without a bra. And they are like straight out of the 80s or 90s. And they're not cute. No, but they, they feel good and they feel supportive. I don't know what it is. It feels so good. Mine, at least, 
It's like full coverage. It has this little lace bow. It's so <laughs> ugly. You're trying. Oh, it's you're trying. So, and you, you know, try to make it sexy for a man. No. Not like there's men in my bed ever, unfortunately. But when I do <laughs> try to look sexy in my nursing bra. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> because I spent $200 on Amazon last week shopping for somewhat pretty bras. And That's it's hard. The they're hard part. to come by. They're hard to come by for for patients. What size was were your boobs before? They were a small B. Okay. Small B and now they're probably um I think a mid C. I really haven't gone okay. and measured or try I can't wear underwire right now either. Oh, so no. I don't really know what size they are, but I think they're somewhere around a thirty four C. They look like C. They're yeah. perfect for your body. I'm just staring. So I've never been so comfortable staring at someone's breasts before. Oh, well, I've never been so comfortable <laughs> talking about Everyone. a body part before. It's just like, yeah, you want to touch them? You wanna sure, f- I will eventually you squeeze should. them. You should. Yeah. Where is your scar? Underneath? Yeah. Underneath. Is that... Oh, my God. Wow. They're really beautiful. I'm staring at the scar right now. <laughs> they still might be a little bit swollen, too, I, huh? I, I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're they're the perfect size, I think. Wow, they're yeah. gorgeous. Thank you. Oh my goodness! Thank you, thank Everyone, you. be on the lookout for <laughs> Leslie's boobs. My new additions. Um, and and you've <laughs> been putting pictures on your Instagram in these cute outfits. They look great. Cool, because it's so fun to be able to wear real outfits again. Because I I kid you not, those expanders were as hard as this table. Really? Yes. Um, you, they wouldn't oh mold God. into anything. Yeah. So I couldn't I couldn't wear a lot of things and, and now that I can and now that I can can I manipulate these soft squishy things again. Uh, it's it's a, it's a good how it's a good feeling. Fun. So how have implants I mean you've only had them for Two a weeks. few weeks mm-hmm. but um how have they affected your life? Better, worse? They're good right now. Although the only thing I'll say is I'm I hope I really like the size as I Mm-hmm. start to be active again and as I grow older because I it's a different way of dressing now yeah um with bigger breasts yep. it really is it's kind of a learning curve I yep. put on this dress um that I just I just got in the mail I shouldn't I should not have gone shopping until after everything was done That's with what I learned yeah I a lot of things don't fit me anymore uh-huh. so I'm gonna be selling a lot of clothes everybody <laughs> get excited go online and buy Leslie's clothes <laughs> please do well here's a couple things um I was really nervous about the size too and I actually remember a point a couple days after surgery my mom and I went to lunch and you know when they're really swollen they seem a lot bigger than they are yes. and I remember thinking oh my god they're too big they're too big but once they went down you were happy with perfect and I'm so happy but my fear I think was like the first time running when now all of a sudden there's this entity in your breast that you're like what is this tell me about that because I've yet to run so I was very afraid I remember I went on the treadmill it's like it was yesterday (laughs) and I I wore this like really thick bra that did not let them move and I started kind of jogging the first time running is a little bit weird just because you're getting used to it. But mm-hmm. now it's nothing. I Good. And the only thing that still sort of bothers me is um, I'm not – I like to, like, lift weights. And, and those pull-ups – I don't the think I'll ever spread. be able to do – some of those yeah. type Push of exercises. Ups, yeah. They're a, a no for me. Yep. Um, even when you lay on, I don't, I don't uh, at least workout people are going to be like, your lingo is horrible. <laughs> but when you lay on your back and your chest press, yeah, chest press is that's no. weird that's to me. No. That will never go away. The whole like weird concept of boobs yep. moving to the left. I'm and really, right. I love yoga. I'm really worried about the chaturanga. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. But I did do Soul Cycle today for the first time. It's my first 
exercise since surgery. Oh, fun. And I, I was like, oh, it's just going to be a, a lower body, more of a lower body workout. Yeah. But, you know, you there get to bouncing that, yeah. and and they felt so heavy. They um, are kind of a heavy feeling. I, f- I wish I had I'd put two bras on, I'd, but I think it'll get easier. I would I'm do sure. that. I did two bras for a couple months just to get used to it. And, I mean, now I just go braless all the time. I'm, I'm the worst. But, <laughs> no, yeah, you're uh, supposed you can. to. That's the beauty of Yeah. The one thing, this. like, oh, and also if, if you're getting a massage or, or at a chiropractor or something, sometimes laying directly on them. Can it hurt? It's so the, I do yeah. the pillow thing where I put it on my chest Good and know. then they lift up a little bit. Good to know. But those are my tips Good. for no, they're new great tips. implants. I have yet to lay on my stomach. It's so, so. fun. So everyone go to, we're going to talk about your blog and your Instagram, but let's just go back to the fact that you posted everything on social media. Hmm. What kind of response were you getting from people? It was overwhelming. I Because I knew I wanted to put it out there. But honestly, I was like, you know what? This isn't anything travel related. I'm going to probably lose followers over this, but that's mm-hmm. okay. This is this is my story. I want to put it out there. Right. Oh my god, it was it was the direct opposite. I mean, stories came flowing in, followers came, and yeah. I was just overwhelmed with the amount of love and support because yeah. I didn't really know much about this. My mom went through it. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it helps to hear other people's stories because everybody's path is so different. Of course. Yeah. Um, my mom's journey was super easy. Um, she had a great recovery, but it, it was super helpful to know what could go wrong and how to prepare for that. Right. Um, and I had no idea so many young people were going through this. I'm 29, but 22, 23, 24 really? year olds were going through wow. this and were diagnosed with cancer too. Um, I have a friend who was diagnosed at 22. And I remember when the news came out, we were all just like, how does that happen? You know, you never think it can happen. And then it does. I know. And I don't know if more people are, are okay talking about it nowadays, or if it's just happening to mm-hmm. a younger generation. I don't know what it is. It's, it's really, and, and you said your sister has the mutation as well? She does. She will is, she get the surgery? She will. She's pregnant with her second child. So when she's finished okay. breastfeeding and everything, right. she will do it because I can't I can't breastfeed. But you know, I've seen her do it and I'm not mad that I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm okay not mad with about not it. breastfeeding. I mean, it, it's beautiful and it, it really is a is. very natural thing, but good lord, it looks it looks, it painful. looks painful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at um I was babysitting recently at this event with a, a bunch of moms in one room who mm-hmm. were all breastfeeding. And I was like, this is the coolest moment of all time, but also looks just so like strenuous for the mom too. the pressure of like having you know, to being, pump yeah, um, during your free time and at work. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure once I am there, I will yeah. be I will get a, a bit sad about yeah, it. But I think I will be, too. Right now, okay. I'm, you know. Yeah, not I'm okay even, with it. No babies on the brain I'm, right yeah, now. No, so. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Maybe, one day. Maybe one day. So mm-hmm. I, I, you put something on Twitter that I really liked. Um, I love knowing I kicked cancer's ass before it could kick mine. Yeah. Um, it's a powerful that's thing. That's just really cool. Yeah, I, it is cool because, I mean, was I going to get cancer tomorrow or next year or maybe even 10 years from now? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my... I, uh, health has helped me recover through this so much. Mm-hmm. So because I'm such a healthy person, I think that that really helps ward off turning that cancer gene on. Right. But um, I don't know. I think that uh, it could come at any minute. You never really know what's going to turn it on. And so I'm glad that I only have a 1% chance of, of coming down with it now. So there's still a baby, baby, baby chance. But. Because be- it's, it's due to the fact that this breast surgeon cannot 
guaranteed that she got every microscopic cell out of your Gosh. body. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, down to a 1% chance. So The only thing complain. I really know about surgery is what I see on Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. So I'm very Same. excited to learn more about this. Yeah, that's why I put it out there. I was like, I don't really know anything either. Like, you guys are learning in yeah. real time, like, just like me. All right. Well, boobies, boobies, boobies. Mm. I loved all the chatter about boobies. <laughs> Good. Me I've too. Never- Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Where did we get? So you were on Sean Lowe's season. And you were on Big Ben Higgins ben season. Ben Higgins season. Got we, it. we have that little shared <laughs> memory together. Um, Sean is my personal, I think, favorite bachelor of all I time. I, mine too, but I'm biased. Yeah, um, he's pretty great. He is great. He's, I mean, and his sense of humor is hysterical, just very easy to be around. Yeah. Yeah. So you... What were you doing? What was your job before? I was working in politics in D.C. Um, Okay, so I was at a political firm there, and I was (laughs) I was preparing to go um, campaign for a big national campaign with my boss. And instead of going to Florida and Colorado with him, I walked into his office and said, "Uh, "I'm gonna instead of doing this with you, I've got I'm gonna go on The Bachelor." And he goes, "What the bleep are you doing?" Was his response, but very. My supportive. boss had a similar response as well. He started <laughs> laughing hysterically and was like, "You've got to be kidding, uh-huh. right?" And uh-huh. I was like, "You're never gonna believe it, but it is true. It's happening." And then it was, it happened. Yeah, it did. It was, yeah. Well, then how did how did casting go for you? Oh wow, it was a very long process. I think I started around, I don't know, somewhere in May, and um, we did. You know, we finally got the word that. I was was casted in August. Mm. Um, I mean, it was what, a few what year was this? Why am I? This was this was a while back. It was 2012. Was it really? Yeah, we filmed in 2012. Holy it, Toledo! I know it aired in 2013. That was time that. flies. Oh my! God. I felt like that was yesterday. Same. Still, I, I still too. think of him as recent. Yeah, I know. I know because he's kept wow. relevant. He really has. Yeah. He's a good live tweeter. Yes, that's he how is. he's he's stayed relevant. So funny. So you. How did you, were you watching TV and, th- and there was a casting episode? I've or? always watched it. Um, okay. But I was never like, I'm going to be one of those girls, like getting yeah. a rose one day. Yeah. But it just <laughs> so happened. I was at NDC at work one day and, um, you know, I was perusing ABC.com uh-huh. and they have the banners that will pop <laughs> the up. The banners, and, yes. that's what I meant, not yeah. commercials. Yeah. Banners. And it's like apply to be on the next Bachelor. And I was like, okay. Um, and the online version took like five minutes. Of course. Didn't think anything of it. Uh-huh. Two days later, I got a call from, you know, Lindsay uh, from The Bachelor mm-hmm. wanting to interview. And I was taken aback so much so because I I was like, oh, my God, I did apply for this show. Um, OK, here we go. Like, So it was just name, photo. Yes. Whatever. And then like five very general questions, like oh. nothing. And I um, and it went from there with, as you know, like professional pictures, the video, right. the interviews with the producers, the yeah. finalists weekend. And it was just this long process. And I w- ever, at every step of the way, I was like, oh, my God, am I going to do this? Is this a joke? Is this not a joke? And then in the end, I was like, I think I'm going to regret not doing this right. than, than doing it. Yeah. And um, because I think you got to say yes in life more than no. So I'm learning that. <laughs> Did you know that Sean was The Bachelor? Um, no. 
I found out in DC when we were shooting my intro package. That, you did? Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but I was holding I up like, the Sean Leslie I have 2016 a qu- <laughs> sign. It was, I have a question about that. It was, okay, Sean Leslie, who would have been VP and well, who would have been president? I mean, I got to give him the, the prez, <laughs> you know, and me the VP. It was He was already a lead, so. I just feel like now that I'm such a big uh, House of Cards fan, mm. I feel like you could have been president. I you could have maybe, been. Maybe I still could be. You a, never a Mrs. know. Underwood. I, I really love politics. Maybe I'll go back into it. How funny. So <laughs> you didn't know it was him. Was there... I mean, obviously, you had watched the season before. Yes. So, how, like, who did you maybe hope would have been it? Um, I was okay with Sean or Ari, but I am oh, so yeah, glad I forgot about it was him. it was Sean. Um, I don't know. I like blonde Southerners. I mean, <laughs> why? Then he fits it. Yeah. Ari, not so much. Nope, but <laughs> not so much. He's just really freaking attractive in every way. Yes. Um. So so you go on. Um, first night you you did I remember your limo entrance it was the football thing did you think of that yeah I did because I mean he played football mm-hmm. I'm from the south and I love the SEC and yep. um, went to Georgia big football school so I was like okay we can we can communicate on this on this level yeah I just um, remember that surreal moment of the limo drive you know you think you're doing this but you don't like, like wrap your a, head around it. A blackout moment. I blacked out. Totally. When I watched my limo entrance, it was like it happened for the first time. Yes. I was like, I said that? I did that? Oh my gosh. I know. And it's and I thought walking into the mansion after it, I was like, I have no idea what just happened. I hope that went well. But watching it back, I was like, yes. Okay, that went you, okay. You that went like, okay. Yes. And <laughs> Sean was the one who gave out 11 first impression roses. And I was not one you of those 11. You weren't one of them? No. I was like, I'm going home tonight. <laughs> this is awful. Worst decision I've ever made. <sighs> But then, uh, I mean, yeah, I was sweating I feel I was like sweating once bullets. you give out that many, you have to give them to everyone or the people who don't get it are going to think, shit. Well, I don't even know if they've done that since that season no. because it was stupid. It no. was dumb. It was I mean, a little dumb. I guess it kept some people on the edge of my seat, myself included. But oh my God. I was like, I, I'm. there's no chance. I'm going home. I have to wonder why you didn't and why some people did. Like, I, I want to know these things now. I don't know. I guess I guess our football conversation really didn't get him jazzed up too much. So what did you, well, what was your your uh, not the the jazzy football one, but the other one where it, you? It well, was still football. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why. Because I was really nervous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a so little too much. much football talk. Not uh, enough. Um, anything else talk? Uh, who were you? intimidated by upon walking in. like what um mm-hmm. where were you as far as entering the house what I think kind I was of? I think I was in limo three okay um and I don't really know how many there are I mean there are a lot more than that yeah but I think there were like four maybe or five I, yeah on, I maybe I was somewhere in the middle okay and um I remember how Tierra got the first impression rose. And so there were like darts on her back the entire night. Yeah. Um, I met Catherine the first night and we bonded over bras and food. How fitting. Very fitting. How fitting. And um, I think I was most intimidated by Desiree. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember she was in this beautiful red dress. And at the rose ceremony, the producers were trying to separate the girls who already had roses and the girls who didn't. Yep. 
And I was, I guess I was directly in front of Desiree, probably a little too much into the girls who already had Rose's group. And she just kind of like stood, she was like, Like, excuse me. You're not in this group. Get out of this group. And I was like, oh girl, it is on. This is a competition, isn't it? No, but she's, she's great and wonderful today. And I I was dying to interview her. She'd be amazing. Oh, she would be. Yeah. Um, So I was also a first impression Rose recipient. I didn't, I don't remember that. That's amazing. It was random, but. You say that Tiara had daggers on her. Oh, I bet. I, I'm sure you did, too. Yeah. I, I just and I remember you the from same. the first night. I mean, you definitely stood out. I don't remember the first impression, Rose, but maybe that's why I do remember you so well. Yeah. And because you worked in broadcast. And yeah. I majored in broadcast. And I was like, I'm going to like this girl. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about broadcasting. <laughs> I want to. I have so many things. OK, yeah. let me. Let me. Um, OK, let's see. Let, let's go to your her. You went on a group date before your first one-on-one, correct? Um, yes, I did. But it, that one we can gloss over. We, it was it was the photo shoot at a mansion in L.A. I was a cowgirl with chaps on. We can that. totally skip that. We can that. skip over that. Yeah, we it can. Was, I mean, it was, it was cool. A, it Whatever. Was, it wasn't memorable. I'm just really. the one-on-one fan. So <laughs> you broke a world record mm. for the longest kiss longest on-screen kiss I sure did and wasn't ready when they announced that I was like why me God, I would have I would have walked into that date and been like please please why yeah I, I was like my parents are gonna be watching this Ugh. how long are we really gonna make how out long for was it it was like uh, somewhere around four minutes but the interesting thing that they didn't show was that we were on our first round and our lips separated so we had to start all the way over oh so you oh which was yeah why like, did they separate? Because I think we were really going at it. Like, I think we were making out. And <laughs> we just needed to just sit there with our lips you touching. So, <laughs> yeah. Face sweating. Oh just, my God. How just standing awkward. There. It was Were so you, like, awkward. shaking and tired? Yeah. I was, but I was, like, trying to make it entertaining at the same time. There's some grabbing of the hair. People were. Oh, I remember that. People were all around watching us. And we couldn't just be, like, two bumps on a log, lips touching. And you really did the full three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. That was not. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, we, we beat the previous record, but since we did it, I think Bachelor Australia um, has beat our record. Those turds. Right? They set out to beat us. No, oh. I don't even know. So I'm not sure if I hold a world record anymore, but whatever. I'm putting it on my resume. Was that your first kiss with him, too? Um, no, I think oh, okay. we had a, a little one at the mansion after the photo shoot. Oh, good. Well, yeah. at least that wasn't your first kiss. Oh, God. God Can painful. you imagine? Mm-mm. Painful. Mm-mm. Well, I'm sitting here with a former world record holder. <laughs> yeah. Big deal. Big deal. (laughs) Can I have your autograph? Yeah. Um, All right. Let's. So, by the way, I have gotten Tierra to agree to do a pod with me. (gasps) That's amazing. So it's really exciting. But I want to know beforehand um, what it was like living. You know, I was a villain, and I have to wonder whether she was as bad as I thought living with her, or if it was played up, or. It wasn't really played up. I think she was just 23, young and naive. Mm-hmm. On that show and couldn't handle all the estrogen in the house. That was a, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, and, you know, I mean, she had some things going against her. She And she did it to herself. Like, yeah. she'd walk in the room. Some people would say hi. She wouldn't say hi back. It's like, come on, that's a, that's an easy one. Ooh. You can say, yeah, <laughs> you can hi. say hello. Ba- basic, Good morning. get people to like you one-on-one. Right? Just um, say hello. But it, it was interesting because she was kicked off right before me in St. Croix. Ah, yes. And so we had to fly back to Miami together. And so we had a little one-on-one time, and she was lovely. 
one on one without the cameras. Camera. Yeah, it was unfortunate because yeah. she could she could have been ca- you know edited, casted, whatever as a whole different individual. Person. But yeah, yeah. No. Let's talk about um, you. If I remember correctly, to the moment between Ashley and Tierra, mm-hmm. you were on the bed next to them, weren't you? It was during Catherine, the fight. Yeah, Catherine and I were sitting on our bed <laughs> in St. Croix, and all of a sudden, they just—I don't know why they chose our room, but they come <laughs> in, and it's—it's it's literally like watching a movie. We were just missing the popcorn. That was my favorite moment. Was the sparkle something oh God. about? I can't, I can't control my eyebrow, and <laughs> I, um, yeah, the sparkle comment was kind of amazing epic and then the amp the 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 uh polar bear plunge hypothermia ambulance to the ambulance there's a lot did you buy all that stuff i some people some people you just have to keep an arm's length distance and she was she was a couple from me at like all times i just can't i can't get on the same page with those people so i just don't I don't let myself go there. I'm friendly, but yeah, we, we weren't necessarily friends. Well, then let's talk about who you didn't keep at arm's length. <laughs> who was uh, who was you, who were you tight with? Catherine and I bonded the first night. I mean, really, she. I don't know what it was. We talked about boobs, fitties, and food, and um, she was so lovely. She had already talked to him that night, and okay. she was like, "Have you spoken to him yet?" And I'm like no, I don't know what to do. And she was like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's get creative. Somehow, like, in the kitchen found this um, bowl of fortune cookies. And she was like, okay, like, open a fortune cookie and, like, do something with this fortune and and get creative. And I was like, I love you. So she was helping you out. Yeah. Uh, that's See, that's cool. It was cool. She seems – and she was kind of a dark horse. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you – She was. Like, I always say I kind of had a feeling it was going to be Lauren – the whole time that ended Lindsay? up with Ben. Um, oh, oh, Lauren on, on your my season. season. Got it. Did you have an idea that it was going to be Catherine? Not, no, not until we boarded a flight from where were we? I think we were going from Canada to St. Croix. And okay. Sean always boarded the flight before us and sat in first class because we had to be That's, separated. Yep. And, <laughs> and so I remember Catherine and I boarded together. She was right in front of me and we passed Sean and he gave her a note. Oh, a note whoa. and I was like I didn't, I didn't I didn't get a note like this is not this is not good for me did you ever ask about the note oh yeah we what sat was we sat next to note? each other like five seconds later on the plane and um she you know that was their thing she gave him a note I think the first night and said notes passing back and forth was was their thing and it was just some like one sentence like one phrase thing it was really cute I don't even remember what it said but the fact that was of the, the matter moment. is she got a note and I did not get a note. It's funny because I also had the, not the epiphany, but the moment I thought, okay, it's Lauren, was also at the airport. Really? Yeah. How do you like know? It's like an airport thing. I, I just, you know, you're, you're, we're all together, but we're separated. Mm-hmm. Like he's not really allowed to come like talk to us and hang out with us. But I always saw him just staring at Lauren. Cause you he, just knew. And I was like, okay, he's obsessed with her. Oh. Like, he wants to hang out. And I, I actually just podcasted with Caitlin. And um, I was like, as the bachelorette, how do you tell someone that you like them? And she also did the note thing. Oh, so did. maybe the note thing it works. is the way it's to go. It's a sneaky way of doing it where, you know, it's not always in the open. I never got a damn note. Sure didn't. <sighs> this sure sucks. Sure didn't. So then you go home. In where? 
Um, uh, yeah, I flew back from St. Croix. St. Croix, that's where you were. Okay, mm-hmm. and and did you think that was going to happen? You went on a no. one. You went on a second one on one. I did, and it I, it didn't really go well. No, I knew it wasn't. It was a bad bad omen when we were just sitting there talking, and out of nowhere, it was like a movie. Bees, a swarm so, of bees that came, and the no. producers, me, Sean, everybody had to hide inside the cars. It was oh. bad, and I was like, "This is not yeah, going to end well." Oh, well, and then I was kicked off like five hours later. But you still <laughs> thought maybe it wasn't going to happen? No, I I honestly thought if if I could choose one person from that group to go home, I thought it was going to be Ashley. I didn't think for a second mm. I was going home. And so when he he doesn't call your name, it is just shocking. It's like it started with a blackout moment in the mm-hmm. limo and it ended with that same blackout moment where you're like, wait, I'm really going home yeah I remember that was a funky moment like an out-of-body experience kind yeah. of thing you get then especially at the point I went home I think around the same time you did and you had been I had been talking about hometowns mm-hmm. like what are oh, you yeah. gonna do what do you want to do and so you're excited about them yes. and you think okay I'm gonna get a hometown this is awesome and then to have it not happen I know is hard it, it was hard um because I was the last one to go home before hometowns and had Hello. kind of planned it all out with the producers where we were going to go and then your name isn't called and my my parents they were like oh my god we're so sorry yes this is great we don't have to go on tv i'm so thrilled my yeah. mom said she had been cleaning the house and she oh, got yeah. a power washer guy to do the the driveway to make it look nice brainstorming things to say oh yeah oh yeah trying to get my dad to agree to do the whole thing uh, uh-huh. in the first place oh, yes. and then so she had gotten the I had called her saying mom I'm coming home and I, I think I was crying or something because I was just so tired Same. and like emotionally drained yes and she was like oh no I just power washed the driveway <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my okay, god! Thanks, lo- mom, for your concern. I love your mom. Anyway, already. yeah, she's great. So, so you you go home, you watch. D- did y'all have a group text like trying to figure out towards the end uh, who had? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I we I had already talked to so many girls who were already sent home from the airport. Right. And then I remember Catherine. I still hadn't heard from Catherine. Still hadn't heard from Catherine. I was like huh, I guess she's going to win this thing. And she called me from Thailand or texted me from Thailand. She did. Yeah. Wow. And she was like, oh, I, she was like, don't tell anybody. I don't, I mean, whatever. Yeah. We're five years past this. Right. And um, she kind of just like let the secret out. And I was like, oh my God. Like, yes, I saw the note. I saw the writing on the wall, but I, I just didn't think, I, I kind of thought it might be Lindsay. Okay. The and girl who with the, the. Um, I guess she was, she was the one. Wedding right, dress. Yes. The wedding the dress. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I just always saw a lot of chemistry between them from the get-go. Okay. I, I mean, she showed up in a wedding dress, you know? Well, I mean, I think I've never seen a season where the, I hate to say winner, that's always such a weird word, but the the winner came out so late, like that no one would have thought it was her until the very end. I know. You know? I think that makes it even more exciting. Though. I loved it. And the fact that they are still very much together and very much in love and have the cutest baby oh. on the planet I, I stock I, I follow it's a good love both. story it is great and you went to their wedding right it was a bridesmaid in their wedding yeah and that wasn't awkward at all was it <laughs> oh my god I just remember being like okay you got to say something to Sean like what what can I say there's an elephant in the room here I think all I could muster was congratulations talking, <laughs> talking about football <laughs> yeah, probably, probably hey, like did, did you, you catch see that, that game game with the tigers and the <laughs> Aliens, yeah, that oh was a good God. game. I yeah. always wonder. I've ne- I haven't seen Ben since that moment. Really, but I always wonder what it would be like to see 
the bachelor that you were right. with after probably maybe a little awkward in the beginning but then you realize that you both have it's been a while and like you both true. moved on and it should not be awkward true <laughs> um what i also just thought of this wasn't jillian on your season two jillian was on no she was oh oh she was chris souls yes exactly dang it i was gonna bring up tripping on the carpet going up to the rose ceremony oh my god yes i do i just forgot (laughs) about that until now oh was there anything embarrassing or one of your favorite moments that never made it to air Mm. okay so i deviated from the football conversation one time and talked about i don't know why and now this makes me feel like such a loser all i I kept talking about southern things (laughs) and so i think Ah. i was like oh let's eat some southern food and somehow like the producers got us this picnic basket full of like fried chicken and um i'm so glad that didn't make it to air another just gnawing on the fried chicken no yeah i went i went after it i mean and to keep with the food conversation this was on the rooftop of the Roosevelt Hotel when right after we had done the world's longest on-screen kiss. And you know, you have all this food on camera, but you're not you don't really Eating ever it. eat yep. on camera because I guess people don't find that attractive. You don't look sure. as pretty you don't when look you're eating. Pretty. Yeah. And there was a plate of brownies right in front of us though, and we we just went after it. And of course they didn't they didn't You're my kind of girl. Yeah. I just there was we were in uh where were we? The Bahamas where I was dumped, but there was one night when all the producers had gone home and then the fire alarm goes off. And of course so no cameras were around and you know those there's moments that are so funny yes. that you wish cameras were around. Yes. So true. And then you wish it would air and unfortunately it didn't. So I, I, I like to think of those moments. They're good. They're, they're good they're because yeah, they're they're your own personal memory. Yeah. Not everybody gets to see them. And you had such a good experience. For people, like, you know, I was the villain, so my experience wasn't as great. What was that like going home? It was awful. I mean, I was actually watching it back. I was actually really, um, I was ready to go home at the time. Like, I I had never gotten a one on one. I guess, I mean, I guess you knew your position while you were filming. Yeah. Um, Did you know that was going to be you? I I didn't know. See, for me, like, there were so many things that I did and said that I yeah, I was just kidding or joking or bored. And then, you know, when you put crazy music behind it, yep. it makes me look like a lunatic. And so there were so many things that made me look bad that I never intentionally did to look bad. Well, you I'll know? say editing is an art form. It is. It's a it's a magic that I um, I don't know if I, li- I, I like magic, but not that magic. Yeah, it can go it can um, go against you real, real fast. And yeah. So for people who have a great experience and a great edit, you know, there's so much good to say about it and then for people like me it's more of like it was fun but you know I had no idea that it was going to happen as it was happening I knew that I was kind of ostracized Mm -hmm. from everyone but Mm -hmm. I had no idea that it would be you know when I opened my mouth which I of course didn't know that I do constantly like I didn't know those things and of course the producers were sitting there thinking like yes this is awesome we're going to make her look dumb we're going to make this a thing that was embarrassing do you regret the experience no, good. No, I don't. I good. mean, I wouldn't be here talking right. to you without it. So I'm. But it, I no, do I'm glad love. To hear you say that. I love talking to people who just had like a really good experience. It's. It seems like you just had fun. I did. And I had a great time, and I liked him. So it wasn't like I was there just you know to feel the competition or yeah. whatever. So. So you could have really seen yourself with him. Oh I yeah. Think. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he like I said. I mean, he was adorable, southern, cute, had a lot in common. Mm-hmm worked really well on paper but I think in real life I mean that's not how it always transcribes of course so and he's actually I think like the only bachelor who has married the person he picked yeah I yeah, think I, th- I think I think you're right 
It's a, Which it's a is good crazy. love story. I know. <laughs> you were on that season. I sure The was. guy who got it right. The guy who got it really right. Good they're, for him. Yeah. They're yeah. both amazing people. That's awesome. And I'm glad you got to stand next to them <laughs> Me on too. your wedding day. Okay. Or their wedding their day. Wedding not yours. Day. Not mine yet. <laughs> Guys, she's not married yet. <laughs> Just new boobies. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your blog. Okay. Let's do it. I love it. Oh, thanks. Can we, can, like, I'll give you a sec to just pitch it. Yeah. Tell everyone it. about it. Well, um, if you are ha- ever having a rough day, I mean, go to theroadlesstraveled.com, and that is less with one S, as in Leslie. Yep. Um, and it will take you on a mental vacation and then inspire you to probably book an impromptu plane ticket to mm-hmm. around the world. Um, and it really, it started... Um, when I was living abroad in Argentina and I was already traveling anyway. So it was just an extension of my travels. And I just started reaching out to any and every travel company I could. Didn't know what I was doing, but figured out through trial and error how to, how to make it work. Um, and it just, yeah, it shows my crazy adventures around the world. seems like a dream job. It, It is. It is. I work with, um, tourism boards, hotels, airlines, tour guides, um, to really just inspire people to, to get, get out. out there. Because I think if if people didn't let the grass grow under their feet so often, you know, and got out more, the world would be a better place. I oh, I love it. I'm a big travel junkie. Yeah. Uh, my mom actually works for Delta Airlines. So Amazing. I have like discounted flights. And so that's really nice. And I get to go so many places. You're doing it right. Yay, it's, mom. It's nice. And I've always thought like, ooh, being a travel blogger would be so cool. But I have to ask, is the market really oversaturated as far as blogging? Like, do you ever, yes. like what separates your page from others? Yes, it is over. It is a very saturated market. And, you know, I'm like anybody else. I wake up some days and I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Um, is this is this where I'm supposed to be? And like anything else, there are good days and bad days. And you to be successful, I think you just have to plow through those bad days when you're looking at all your competition and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think there are so many fashion bloggers out there, too, that this and, and they're starting to travel. travel. more. Yep. So, I mean, it, yeah, you have to you have to find a certain niche or something unique about you. And. I think when I put out all this this cancer stuff and this BRCA2 stuff, I think um, that humanized me a lot. And, Definitely. Um, yeah, made me a little bit more personable. And, and I, I think that kind of human suffering um, is kind of the do- common denominator of humanity. And I think, I agree. you know, everybody experiences pain and suffering at some point in their life. So to throw that out there definitely humanizes you and makes you more relatable and so i'm i'm happy that you know i'm happy for that experience and i amen yeah yeah damn that was that was good (laughs) um what's on your agenda where on your agenda where god i want to go all over the place and it's it's been an interesting three months because i've really had to learn patience um because i like to be on the go all the time and so i'm happy to finally get back out there um next on the agenda is aruba show my show my new guys off yes (laughs) no get all the skimpy skimpy bikinis it's for work but um i'm excited to get on the beach again even though i can't get in the water yet Uh, right i can only get waist up that's Um, still okay it's okay oftentimes what i choose anyway exactly yeah the ocean can be a scary it's very scary (laughs) um (laughs) so uh and then after that a, a wedding in colorado um but i i think for my bucket list i would probably say Oh, Antarctica is really up there. Awesome. Um, yeah. Iceland. I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm picking all the cold places all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, like maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> South Africa. 
Oh, yeah. Russia, Sri Lanka. That would probably be my top five places. So get there. I'm doing I'm trying, girl. Um, here's my thing. Everyone probably asks, like, best things about traveling. But I want to know some traveling nightmares. Mm, Is there God. anything you can remember that's just been awful? <laughs> I've been pretty lucky to have really good experiences. But, I mean, travel, the more you travel, the, the higher the probability that something will probably go wrong. Yeah. Um, and I mean, most of them are surrounded by flight cancellations and delays. Bags being lost. And yeah. bags being lost. Um, spending hours upon hours in airports and literally living on airport food. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, no, I can't really think of any terrible, terrible experiences. And a lot of people will, like you, throw a different question out there. And instead of your favorite place, what's, what's a place you wouldn't go back to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's a hard one, too, because I think if you really are a traveler, an avid traveler, and really like it, you're a, a curious person anyway. And yeah. so I, I, don't, I don't think – it's hard to find bad things in a place. There are always probably more positive things in a place that you find than bad things. And I would yeah. probably go back – to every place I've visited because it's never going to be the same experience. Right. I mean, I'm, I can think of places I've been to probably where I'm like, okay, I've done that. I don't know if I need to do that again. Well, but like maybe like, not to be, not to offend anybody in South Dakota, but like, oh. I don't know if I need to go, you know, if I need to keep returning to South Dakota. Yeah. May, yeah. That's, that's one thing, but I don't know. Foreign places around the world, they just, they get me and I I get don't them. think I could ever say like, I'll never go to Ireland again or yeah. I'll never go to Germany again. Like that's, you know, there's so much to do. There's so much to see. Yeah. People are like, oh, so you've just seen it all. And I'm like, God, no. no. I have to go back. <laughs> I have to go back to Italy Ugh. for like a fourth or fifth and time. And just eat my way through eat it. Eat my way through it. I mean, I only did, um, what did I, we did Rome and mm-hmm. Firenze mm-hmm. and I mean, I still got to do the Amalfi Coast. Oh, I still just I eye go, candy, eye candy. That's what amazing. am I going to do? So you have to go back 150 times. Yes, and you do. Where am I going to? And meet that? an Italian man. Oh my God, I wish. Yeah, I I was very impressed by the Italian mm-hmm. men when I went there. Me too. Me too. Yes, I'm and, with you. And the Irish men actually. And the Israeli men. Really? Yes. Oh yes. I don't know. I I was um, shocked by that. Honestly. I mean, I'm single. I got to so. go back. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. Just need to travel Maybe we to can find. go together. Yeah. I, well, I'll be your travel buddy Perfect. because I do have Benny's benefits so oh, next trip it. you're on if hey. you ever need like a very average photographer I can help you out with all that all you need to do is press a button my roommate hates my photos she says that you're always focusing on the wrong thing but I can you teach tell you some, me yeah exactly yeah, it can I'll be a do it right. mutually beneficial I trip. can't be any worse than my mother when I'm like take a photo and Oof. she like cuts off you know my f- head and right. I'm like oh, it's great, a learning curve great, great it's a shot. learning curve great shot everybody mom. gets there okay last travel thing tips for people who are traveling all the time like what are you bringing in your carry-on what do you you know yeah. need in your purse that's a good one yeah um I always bring a scarf with me everywhere because it is can be so many different things. It can be a blanket. Truth. It can be a pillow. Um, it can protect you from the sun. I mean, like it, it can be um, like a makeshift eye mask and just hide <laughs> yourself from the world. <laughs> like it's kind of amazing. A belt. Yes, could a, be belt. a belt. A sash. You know, a sachet. Yeah, you sash. could make a scarf into like a swim top bra yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes, that's genius. I know you can do so much. With and a scarf. nothing worse than being cold on an airplane. Oh, personally. there is nothing worse. You that just can't. Awful. You can't get out of there. Oh, it's off. So yeah. So bring a scarf. Mm-hmm. Bring a um, scarf. Um, I don't go anywhere without a portable charger from my iPhone. Smart. Um. 
I'm constantly on it because a lot of it is my job to to be on social media yeah. and to, to constantly be writing. But um, you know, I, some people aren't on their phone on their phones all the time. But mine constantly dies, so that's I never go anywhere without that either. Um, really comfortable travel shoes. Okay. Um, they're hard to come by. You just kind of got to experiment yeah. with a lot of different things. But um, it's there, it's nothing. There's nothing worse than to get a blister your first day on your on your vacation and just be uncomfortable the whole rest of the trip. So, and I'm just learning to try to fit as much as I can into carry ons because yeah, and you, you can know, checking bags is hard. It's all about the layers and the pieces. And, Do you and, plan outfits when you you know when I when I do plan outfits I I know that I I pack a lot better <laughs> and I, I but I that takes many hours and I'm not mm. you know I I don't think I'm extremely organized I'm not a very type A kind of person I'm just like along for the journey and so a cool. lot of times I'll just be packing the night before a trip and just throw stuff in there <laughs> it's not the best My practice issue, like from what I've seen on your blog you wear such cute outfits when you're traveling when I travel it's I just look so bad it's jeans and a t-shirt there's jeans nothing I mean there's nothing wrong with that you can jazz it up with the, a scarf your new oh, scarf that, that scarf yeah Let's bring back that scarf. The scarf. Um, <laughs> and it's all about the pieces. You just got to bring – it's about the tops and the bottoms, and you can kind of mix and match so many different outfits with the same pieces. I'm going to get you a really fancy scarf bra. Perfect. Oh, scarf bra. Oh, I think we just and came up with a new there, business. I'm going to go on Shark Tank with my scarf bra. I like it. Um, what can we – a scra? A scra. Look at you. Bra- brarf. You're really killing it. Brarf. On yeah, on this Monday morning. <laughs> um, okay, so last thing, you are dating someone. I am. I'm Who is this someone. person? <laughs> um, this person, um, we met almost a little less than a year ago. Okay. In Puerto Rico. I was working. He was working. Um, he, long story short, it's a great story. He was my butler. What? Yeah. He was my <laughs> he was my butler at the hotel I was working at, and um, it's yeah it's it's pretty great and um, I, nothing happened. I mean, we kept it very professional, of course, yes. And um, so I, I the trip happened. I checked out, and then as fate would have it, a few weeks later, I was contacted by another hotel in Puerto Rico to work with them. And so I went back to Puerto Rico, and that's kind of where it all started. And so you were at a different hotel, so yes. you could go back. Yes, it wasn't and not be. It wasn't his place of work. It wasn't my place of work. So Yay. we could actually get to know each other, and it blossomed from there. And we've been together for a little less than a year. And his name is Julian, and he's oh my God, Puerto that's Rican. A hot name, Julian. Julian, and now he is a New Yorker. He is a New Yorker. He's a New Yorker. Yeah. So, so does he travel with you? Do you prefer traveling alone? I, I really do love solo travel because I think mm. you're apt to meet more people, uh, more like-minded people that way. But, I mean, it's great to share it with somebody too. I mean, it's yeah. not always fun to be alone. I'm waiting for that person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's literally all I care about is just traveling with someone. It's amazing. I don't want to be with them a lot, but traveling. But to travel, yeah, cool. traveling is pretty great. <laughs> and then you can leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. For a while. Are you gonna be a New Yorker then? Um, it's a good question. I mean, not right now, but I'm gonna be spending a lot more time in New York. Um, for the coming months. Too bad I'm moving. Bye. I'll be, <laughs> no. I'll be back. I'll be back. I can't and believe we can you are moving. Be friends. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just. It's a great place, but um, it can burn you out. Yeah. Like, oh, really it can. Quick. And I miss. I'm southern too, so I miss the south. I miss like just having a, a yard. I, yeah. And, I, you know. I hear you. Quiet. I hear you. That's why yeah. I I will not 
if I am ever a New Yorker, it won't be for forever. Yeah. Wow. But there are definitely some positives about this place. I haven't met many people who are like, yeah, New York is it. Yeah. It's my forever. Yeah, right. No. Um, okay, well, I'm so happy about you and Julian. Me too. He's really great. Wow. Um, and I'm so happy that he's, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a New Yorker now. So I don't have to, you know, cross across the sea yeah. and go and, into Puerto Rico, but we can you, visit um, always. I love it. And you don't have to go on The Bachelor again. No, I don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that as a one-time you, experience. That, you're a one and done as one far as that done. is concerned. Well, I'm so happy for your boobies. Oh, thanks. I'm going to feel Leslie's boobies now. Yeah. Um, Let's, can I feel them? Yeah. Just last little. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. They're, they're so. Wow. And that's. The How do they compare to <laughs> yours? <laughs> yeah, you can feel my. Wow, they really. I sometimes I feel mine are very. They move a lot, like they're very jiggly. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jiggly. They're, they're I, good. I feel like they're pretty yours similar. Get, yours are still swollen. They're they still. Are. They'll and, um, settle. And the difference between you and me, I think, is that I don't have any feeling in them. None. None. Oh my god, you none. don't have any. I don't have any feeling because he took out the breast tissue, the nerves, the blood supply. I mean, everything. So no nipple. Um, action well no i mean they they still come out to play i mean yeah. they're still very much working but i can't i can't feel, feel it. i can't either so that because that's where my scar is but so. i my my doctor told me to massage massage yep. massage and that's that big. hopefully that will push them to the middle that push and them up keep them you got to set settle them they yeah or they let aren't, them fall into the pocket they're right? not there yet they are very much not settled well so they time look will tell. so good thanks follow leslie's blog Please um, do the and, road less traveled. Yes, and then you can um, watch the boobies as they settle, yeah. and all the cool outfits that you're gonna wear with your new boobies. <laughs> oh, thanks. They're they're so great. No, thank you thank for coming you. on, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, go get checked. Go get uh, yeah, yeah, get genetically tested. Yeah. Self check. Feel your own boobs. If you feel a lump, go talk to your doctor. Feel yourself. Yeah, up. feel your. There's I'm nothing do wrong it right with that. Now, right after this, do it. I you love have to it. give me a lesson. <laughs> I will. Okay, thanks, babe. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, Yay! That's wow, fun. they feel really good. Um, they thanks. Have a good time. Yeah.